Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SummerSlam 2017, which aired on August 20th, 2017. So overall, I enjoyed this show. Uh, there were a few things that weren't so good, um, but there were also a lot of things that I, I liked a lot. Um, the, the couple of things that got the biggest reaction out of me, just laughing my head off, basically was um elias getting to complete an entire song and an entire second song i thought that was fantastic and uh, i'm gonna have to go back and watch because i didn't catch all of the the lyrics and stuff but uh he's he, he he's saying some pretty funny stuff and i enjoyed that a lot uh also I didn't enjoy the match, but I did laugh a lot when um, Enzo escaped the shark cage. Uh, his, the whole process he went to to do that. But then it was ruined by him, like, gently climbing down from it. And then he just, he just gets hit, kicked in the face. So it was, it was for nothing. It would have been amazing. If he uh, did like a flying attack off of the cage and hit uh, just like a simple crossbody off of there. I know it's difficult. It's really high up and all that. But that would have been so incredible. And then he wins the match. And then Big Show wins the match from that. But instead, Enzo just gets kicked right in the face. And Big Cass wins. So, eh. eh the, the, the match itself. Eh. But that that whole part with him <laughs> undressing and then oiling up amazing um and then the the third thing that really got me going was the no there are four things okay the third thing was when cesaro the crowd being super dumb playing with this super i know it's not everybody in the crowd but the the, the beach ball friggin' beach ball but cesaro the hero of the night runs into the into the crowd and just destroys the beach rips it apart that was that was awesome and then uh the fourth thing that i absolutely loved was the whole table after table after table <laughs> braun Strowman destroying brock lesnar oh that was that was so great i was just, just howling with laughter this is amazing um but then again, the 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 match itself, how it turned out. Well, it, I mean, I'm I I am totally fine with how it turned out. Um, there's so many great moments throughout the match, but I'll talk about that in a few moments. Um, so I, I did miss the uh, opening match of the kickoff show, uh, Miz Taraj versus uh, Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan. I guess the Miz won, and that's that's as far as I looked into it because this seemed like basically the same match as last Monday. Um, I caught the last few minutes of Akira Tozawa versus Neville. I wanted Tozawa to win, but I was not surprised that Neville won, and he won with the red arrow on a prone Tozawa. So of course that's going to finish him. That's like. Hitting him on the belly, that that's that that'll finish him off. But uh, hitting him on the butt, 
that'll finish him off even more. Red arrow to the butt. That's you don't want that. Or maybe you do, but you don't want that when you're in a, a championship match. Um, and then one of the best matches of the night. I'd say this was my third favorite match of the night. Yeah. Uh, the New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods versus the Usos for the Tag Team Championship. And the Usos won. And I thought that was... I, I was not expecting that. The match itself was was really good and uh, exciting. And uh, this feud will continue, obviously. So that's also exciting that it's not the, I guess, some might have expected the New Day to have another really long reign or something like that. But the fact that they only, it's only like a month, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of a nice change. And the Usos are the first two-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions, I think. Maybe they're not the first. All right, I'm going to look that up real quick. Okay, so SmackDown, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, Reigns, we have... Yeah, they are the first two-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So that that's, that's pretty cool. Um, the New Day will be the second two-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Unless... Somebody comes around and challenges for that championship first. Um, it would be real. Uh, that, that's probably not going to happen. But if, if the Authors of Pain came and destroyed uh, the Usos, that would be interesting. I don't know if I would be very happy about that, but it would definitely shake things up where we've uh, previously just seen uh, these these teams of, like, really scrappy dudes and Biggie uh, going at it in the ring, all kinds of high-flying stuff and everything, and then just these two monsters come in and say, hey, we want those. Except they don't actually say that. Paul Ellering says that it's time to start the next book of pain. The first chapter, The Arrival, or something. I don't know. Um, we'll find out on Tuesday, I guess. I hope that all of the the new people from NXT, if there are any new people from NXT, there will be new people from NXT. I hope they all go to SmackDown um, because they will actually get to do stuff. Probably, I hope. Um, that's not necessarily true, but it's more likely than on Raw, even though Raw has twice as much time basically anyhow moving on um i don't remember i didn't take detailed notes or anything um actually there's a pick em challenge that somebody posted on um on uh, reddit that i printed out uh took over to matt and aaron's uh i th- we all we each filled out our own and uh so for each match especially the matches that we weren't so excited about at least we had this to be like keeping track of and like each of us rooting for whatever we picked and all that. And I think it it helped make it a lot more fun. So if the guy who does this, I don't know who uh, I should have written down the user who posted it uh, because they did an awesome job. Lots of great stuff on there. Um, uh, If they don't do it, if, if they don't do it for the next regular pay-per-view, I think we're going to have to make our own 
or something to to aid in the enjoyment of it. Because uh, with these really long shows, I was talking about how with the pay-per-views, it's awesome that it's mostly wrestling, almost entirely wrestling, not a whole lot of the story stuff. And um, uh, but at the same time, if the if the match isn't so great because it is a longer fo- format, not broken up at all, you don't have uh, commercial breaks and stuff like that. Um, that it does. Uh, it is more challenging for the not as great matches, but having something like this helps a lot. Uh, for example, um, for New Day versus Usos, you had to choose uh, New Day ring gear color. None of us got that right. I said yellow. I think Matt said blue. Aaron said green. Um, and and they they were red. They were the red lantern core, and uh, so that was. That was one of the things, uh, do the Usos talk during the entrance, during the entrance? Okay. These examples for this one, those were like finished off. Like, like you knew immediately. So you weren't keeping track of like how many suplexes who, uh, who takes the most visits to suplex city and stuff like that. Um, those are both for the main events. And, uh, luckily this match was awesome throughout it. And you know, yeah, it was on the kickoff show. Uh, hopefully that doesn't mean that it gets excluded from like the Blu-ray and stuff like that. It's definitely going to be on there, right? They put the kickoff show as an extra on the Blu-ray. Cause this was, like I said, it was it, probably my number four favorite match of the night. And it was like 20 solid minutes as well. It felt like, Oh, this is, this is going to run into the actual show. Isn't it? It started to feel that way. Um, like this should just, the show should just be this. Also, that's also how I felt during Elias's song. It's like, I hope I, I want the pre-show to just be Elias singing for an hour. Yeah. Elias singing for an hour and the new day and the Usos fighting for an hour. That's a perfect, perfect kickoff show. Um, Oh yeah, I don't remember exactly the order of everything that happened. Oh, I think oh, John Cena versus uh Baron Corbin. Uh um well, John Cena won. And that's all I have to say about that. It was oh, it was tough to watch. I it, I don't know. It, it a really tough opening for the show. Uh it would have been better if New Day and Usos opened the show uh, as far as like uh, starting off with quality. But since it was the free show to get people interested into watching and signing up for the, the network and all of that, it does make sense for them to be in the places that they were. Also, John Cena's hair. He has longer hair. It's like thicker, darker than uh, usual. It's not that very close cut that he usually has and is kind of freaking me out the the entire time kind of freaking me out like he has he, he looks like i don't know it looks like he's taking he's just taking school pictures as opposed to he's about to beat some people up um that that's the difference of like a millimeter worth of of hair on john cena's head i guess um anyway i i i don't really recommend watching this match so up next, we had Naomi defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalia, and Natalia won with 
the uh with the sharpshooter so that was a, a bit surprising um I, d- I did pick her i i picked her to win and i did guess that would be with the sharpshooter but i was still kind of surprised i didn't think it was actually gonna happen so that that's kind of cool i don't know how long that the rain will last or anything like that but uh it could be interesting and uh, i was mostly surprised that we didn't get a cash in by carmela uh it's it's really felt like that was going to happen to whoever won this match but uh maybe we'll see that happen on tuesday or maybe we'll have to wait until the next pay-per-view which i think is um what is the next one it's uh i i can't remember what the next smackdown pay-per-view is but anyhow it it was uh a lot it was a lot more entertaining than i was expecting and uh the finish was a little bit emotional you could tell naomi uh took the loss uh pretty hard and all of that uh, her entrance was awesome her jacket her coat just that full on led like changing lights coats like puts jericho's coat jacket from last year to shame like i, I it, it's really cool it's really cool like and um she had the the eyeshadow that uh was um ultraviolet um active or whatever you call it i thought that was really cool too um yeah and uh, some great moves during the match we had the the split-legged moonsaults that got countered with the knees and this is what finished the match um, that uh, Natalia got her knees up and that looked pretty brutal. And uh, Natalia was able to get the sharpshooter on after that. So uh, pretty, pretty good match. Pretty good match. Definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm, I don't know. Uh, yeah, g- g- go check out this. Go watch this match because it'll be important going into the coming weeks. I imagine uh, anytime a championship changes hands, you should at least. I think the matches are worth checking out. There, there are some exceptions to that, but I'd say this is one of those times that it is. Uh, then we had that big cast versus big show with Enzo in a shark cage. I think Enzo talking at the beginning of the match was about as long as the match itself. Um, a lot of stretches were made about the shark tank like that, that analogy, that kind of joke. Uh, yeah, that was, that was that was a big stretch, and I kind of stopped listening to it after that. But uh, anyway, I was uh, I was overjoyed by the craziness of him stripping down and oiling up to get to squeeze through the the shark cage bars. Um, but then uh, it was it, that didn't really matter. It didn't really matter that he did that because Big Cass just immediately kicked him in the face. So what will happen next? I don't I don't know. We'll find out, I suppose. Uh, then Randy Orton versus Rusev. Before the bell rings, Rusev really takes it to Randy, is beating him up, and uh, like, uh, yeah, just, just, just really Machka, Rusev Machka, which he didn't actually yell. That was one of the the things on the Pick'em challenge. Uh, how many times over under on how many times Rusev would yell Machka, and he did it zero times. He did zero times. As soon as the bell rang, um, uh, Randy dodges Rusev's uh, Rusev's approach, 
throws him into the into the turnbuckle and follows up with an RKO. Out of nowhere, kind of out of nowhere, but it, uh, I mean, Rusev didn't seem to be expecting it because it knocked him out, knocked him right out, and Randy won this match in probably record time, like twelve seconds, eight seconds, three seconds, maybe. No, not three seconds. That's not enough time for the three count. Um. So uh, somewhere they pro- it's probably been written. Oh, ten seconds. Ten seconds is the length of that match, which uh, is one sixtieth the amount of time as any other match on this night. Uh, the next shortest match was uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin, which was 10 minutes and 15 seconds. So, all right. I, I, where does that go from here? I don't know. They had to free up some time for some of these other matches that didn't really need that all that time. Anyway, moving on, uh, the Raw Women's Championship match, which was pretty, pretty dang good. Um, it was uh, a slow at times, uh, maybe could have been a bit shorter, but uh, it was only 13 minutes and 10 seconds. So I think some of the slowness, uh, especially after uh, Alexa Bliss hits the, um, the, the insult to injury off of the top. That was great, um, but after that, it dragged a little bit before we got um, more exciting stuff happening. So, anyway, uh, I was really hoping that Alexa would win, but I had a feeling Sasha would, and she did. She got the bank statement in there. Uh, she had to use her uh, like bracelet arm sleeve thing uh, to grab onto because of her hurt arm. Um, she wasn't able to do it how she normally would, just grabbing uh grabbing her other hand so um that was a uh it was a a a well-fought battle and we have a new raw women's champion and i'm looking forward to the rematch and if this is this i'm pretty sure uh i don't have like everything at the back of my head of remembering every single other match i uh, i think this is my favorite and the best Alexa Bliss match so far to date. So basically what that means is every single uh, female wrestler has their best match with Sasha Banks. So who who's who does Sasha Banks have her best match with? Um, some may say Bailey back at uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, the original. Some may say uh, some other matches. I haven't actually seen that match yet, so I can't say so myself. But uh, obviously, if she really needs to get, if she's really going to have her best match ever, it's going to be versus a clone of herself because uh, everybody has their best match with Sasha Banks. So it's uh, we have to have a, a clone for her to be able to have her absolute best match. Um, I could just see it now, just a tw- tilt-a-whirl hur- hurricane of counters of bank statement and bank statement and bank statements, and then uh, they end up like just just uh, hung up on the rafters with 
uh, double bank statements and then they they both let go and then they fall and into the crowd but uh they somehow land in a way that they then pop up onto their feet and then i don't know and we're already talking clones here of course they have superpowers as well i mean she's straight out of saints row she can do those super high jumps and and uh run up sides of buildings and things um anyway uh it was a good it was a good match go check it out and i'm excited for that re- i already said that i'm excited for the rematch we have the the no mercy um ad that was I, it was played a few matches before this so it seemed kind of like a spoiler that it's all alexa bliss in that ad um and it's super super weird and super awesome uh just go check it out i'm not even gonna try to describe it um but the no mercy alexa bliss ad awesome it's kind of weird that it shows her name at the bottom of the screen at the start of it did it do that on the actual maybe maybe only they did that on the the video that's on twitter i don't know um but uh yeah i'm excited for no mercy if only for that match um and the, the raw tag team match is going to be excellent as well i'm sure uh but before we talk about that match tonight okay so i've i i said that the usos versus the new day was my fourth favorite match of the night uh let me just quickly go through my other four because we're about to get to them um my number one match of the night uh is the raw tag team championship match uh my number two is AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. And my number three would be the main event, the Fatal 4-Way for the Universal Championship. And then uh, number five, I think, would be the match I'm going to talk about now, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Um, uh, This made... Well, we had uh, Demon Balor, which is exciting. His his whole getup was really well done. Um awesome like detail like style details to uh the body paint i i I like that a lot and it's great to see the demon again um and the match itself was uh pretty good it was the first um like the crowd still wasn't really getting into it um but they it was the first one that they seemed like they actually were starting to get into it um and it has has to be because well, the Finn Balor entrance gets everybody hyped up. It was also really cool that we had this layer of fog around the ring uh, during at least the first part of the match that was still lingering from from uh, from the entrance, and it was, that was that was really cool. And uh, was it uh, Ma- Max Landis tweeted like that? Should, it should just always be like that. And yeah, it would be really cool if it was always like that. Um, just this fog around and they just keep it contained because it, it would just linger in there because it's basically a bowl but um anyway that that was cool the actual match was cool i'm glad that there wasn't any weird like magic stuff to kind of to to dirty up the match or anything like that uh we had a nice like uh couple of moments when finn when the demon uh rose from the grounds uh and those are really cool he's just like just filled with the rage of a thousand souls or you know, whatever 
But uh, yeah, he did finish it with his usual combo, and uh, yeah, it's, it seems like I, I Finn Balor is one of my favorites. But uh, to have the finishes happen the same way every time, um, that I hope that changes soon. That we get like some other move that just destroys someone that could unexpectedly finish a match because it's a three combo move and it takes uh there's like time in between each of the three three uh parts of it and and yeah that build up is i don't know it just kind of uh sets the thing and like you you want want to skip press a to skip because you know that the match is ending i mean every now and then it'll get interrupted and all that but you also and that's the thing too that you have all that time for it to get interrupted. Like there needs to be another way for Finn to finish a match that uh, is sudden and is shocking. And there's no way to counter it once it happens. So anyway, it was, it was pretty good. It was my fifth favorite match of the night. Um, and my sixth favorite is probably Sasha versus Alexa. Um, I, I don't know with how great of a performance Alexa uh, had and how how dominant she was. Yes, we're gonna go back to that match real quick. Um, it was it was kind of uh, iffy for me that Sasha did end up winning it because it's um, I don't know it's kind of an underdog ending I guess at that point, um, which is kind of weird to say about <laughs> Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss, but uh, Alexa was very very strong throughout and uh had the upper hand through most of the match i mean we saw uh insult to injury and we saw twisted bliss and a bunch of we didn't see her ddt though that's right we uh if she had been able to hit sasha with that ddt as well she was able to avoid it she almost got it but sasha was able to avoid it so i guess that was the the tipping point i suppose um okay my favorite match of the night was next dean ambrose and seth rollins defeat cesaro and sheamus um i didn't take notice about this match or anything there's the beach ball thing i already talked about but the the match itself uh we we were talking about like oh cesaro is able to do all this cool stuff but he hasn't done the big swing in a while and he did it in this match that was great. He only did like two rotations, which, uh, you know, that's fine. But we still actually saw it. Um, so many awesome tag team moves. We had a double power bomb. We had a double um, uh, razor's edge. Um, uh, yeah, lots of uh, really innovative moves. We had uh, Sheamus kick Dean in the back when he went to do his lunatic lariat uh, bounce off the ropes thing. I thought that was like nobody mentioned it or anything i thought that was like one of the most clever things in this whole match he's like you know your opponent so well that he's doing his kind of silly thing take advantage of that kick him in the back of the kick him in the the shoulders uh or back of the head or whatever part of the body hit him on um yeah oh just this match was fantastic and super exciting that dean and seth won and they're the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, we can see them just... What, what, what do they do from here? 
I have no idea. The, the possibilities are so exciting. Even if they just continue to feud with Cesaro and Sheamus, that's going to be exciting on its own. Um, but uh, you see them go uh, against the Hardys, against the Miz-Taraj. Uh, not so excited about that. But there is some gold there between the Miz and Dean Ambrose. Um, but uh, w- what do we do with the Intercontinental Championship now? It wasn't defended on this pay-per-view. The Miz still has it. Uh, who's going to go after it? Who's going to go after the Miz for that championship? Uh, maybe Finn Balor. That would be cool to see him uh, just add another championship to his uh, his resume. Um, I, I don't know what really storyline-wise, if that would be very exciting, but... Um, Somebody has to be challenging the Miz for that championship. Just get it off of him again to make it more interesting. I think so much focus has been on the Universal Championship that uh, I almost forgot that the Miz even had had the Intercontinental Championship, and he didn't even have it with him a couple of weeks ago uh, when he had uh, Brock Lesnar on Miz TV. So focus has been way more on the Universal Championship. Hopefully now it will go back a little bit more of a spotlight on that and uh and yeah uh, Finn Balor would be great to go after it um who else is even on raw i can't even think of anybody else to go after it roman reigns i guess samoa joe uh that would be kind of weird i don't know i think it's going to be finn balor next um to to go after the miz cuz the uh, dean can't go after it well he could but now he's uh, he's going to be busy fighting off all these tag teams with Seth. Um, okay, so go, watch this. Ma- this is the must-see match of the night, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, up next, we had AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Um, this is my, like I said, is my second favorite match of the night. Or did I say it was the third? Anyway, it was really good. Anyway. And uh, some great moves throughout, uh, some great involvement with Shane, with accidental uh, running into him and things like that. Uh, Shane completing a three count, but realizing that AJ's foot was on the rope and and, uh, Kevin's just furious. He rightfully thought that he won. He heard he heard a three count. He heard a three count. Um, So I'm. I'm excited to see where this goes from here because AJ Styles did end up winning. Uh, earlier, AJ submitted Kevin Owens um, with the calf crusher, but Shane had been uh, dispatched. He was outside of the ring, t- totally um, out of sorts. So uh, there was that moment to look on um, and a few others throughout uh, that are, are just – ripe for controversy as this feud moves forward. So I'm really excited to see what happens next there. Go check. This is the second must-see match of the night. Um, the must-not-see match of the night, uh, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, the match itself was pretty solid, but then the ending was awful. The exact same ending that we've had with every single other Jinder Mahal championship match. Every single other Jinder Mahal championship match other than Punjabi Prison, which is different because it has to be, um, but it's still pretty much the same. Freaking Singh Brothers, Distracts, 
Nakamura beats them up, gets rid of them, and then it gets caught by surprise by Jinder Mahal, who hits him with the Coloss and wins the match. Like, come on. I've I've kept my head pretty cool about this whole Jinder Mahal championship reign so far. But if he's going to win, do it differently. Do it differently each time. Even if it's a different way of cheating, don't use the exact same ending as the other two singles championship matches. The other two non-gimmick championship matches. Exactly the same freaking ending. Except not even as good because Shinsuke did not completely murder the Singh brothers as Randy Orton had done. Um, so it's like, come on. Like, of course I'm upset that Shinsuke Nakamura did not win. I, it really seemed like he was going to, he's going to be the new champion. He's going to be amazing. Yes. I'm upset about that, but even more so I am, am furious that it's the same exact ending it could have been it could have been completely different and it could have been cheating also and Jinder Mahal still could have won and it would have been so much better if it was just a different ending it was just differently done but it was the exact same ending exact same exact same ending (sighs) okay okay so moving on the main event, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe. Fatal four-way. Oh, my God. This uh, this was amazing. This, this match was so much fun to watch. And the, the table stuff, well, it all started with this, the, the spear and uh, Coquina Clutch combo. <laughs> That Samoa Joe has has Brock Lesnar in the Coquina Clutch outside of the ring. And then all of a sudden you see Rowan Reigns just barreling down <laughs> down ringside. And Samoa Joe is like, oh crap. And just like steps to the side and pushes Brock over. And boom. Spear through the barricades. Oh, that was great. And then right after that, uh, Brock starts to get up and he like picks up a piece of the wall and is like about to start using it as a weapon. Um, he doesn't actually use it at no point after that. Does he actually use it as a weapon? But I thought that was great because, because he didn't actually use it. Him picking it up, intending to use it was like an unnecessary detail. So I really appreciate that he did do that. That we get, did get a tease of that. He's like, I, I, I got to fight with that or whatever I could grab a hold of. Um, that was great. And then the whole table sequence, power bomb, running power bomb through the Spanish announcing table, running power bomb through the SmackDown announcing table, and then just tilts the German table over on top of. <laughs> of lesnar uh medics come out everything oh it's so amazing um as like there was a little part of me that was like oh maybe he did actually get hurt during all that but at the same time i was like this is this is the this is amazing this is amazing and if 
if he was willing to bust open Randy Orton's head at SummerSlam last year, I shouldn't feel bad about him being willing to have this done to him on on this main event. So yeah, it was oh, that's so good. It was so good. So yeah, and then the match from then on was was also pretty good. Brock Lesnar comes back after having been taken away on the gurney and everything. And uh, Brock Lesnar wins by pinning Roman Reigns. So at least if he, at least he won by pinning Roman Reigns, because I thought it was going to be the reverse of that. I had a feeling it was going to be Roman Reigns win. Well, it, maybe not. Actually, what what I thought was going to happen was that Braun and Brock would be so involved with each other that uh roman reigns and samoa joe would be left in the in in the ring and roman reigns would somehow get the upper hand or something i don't know and then there's speculation that the undertaker is going to show up and ruin roman reigns day um but that didn't happen i'm glad that that didn't happen um but uh yeah it was a the the thing that that sold it even more than well, Brock Lesnar dying was that uh, Paul Heyman is there like he's he's out of his mind. Like he can't believe what he's seeing. Oh, I have to go back to a Shane reaction um, in a minute. But uh, he looked like his pet just died. Like his his puppy that he's had for well, it's no longer puppy. He's had it for years. But uh, his his dog, his best friend, his companion, he just saw get hit by a truck. And he's just, he's just lost it. He's, he's he, tears flowing. And he can't believe it. I thought that, that was, that added so much to it. And that was amazing. Going back, uh, we had this incredible move off of the, the top rope off the turnbuckle from uh i think it was aj oh i don't remember who did the actual move uh anyway it was like this this like spiral uh, suplex power slam type thing i don't even know what it was but aj and kevin owens they they hit this and shane is like what what was that like his reaction is so uh (laughs) It's so crazy, but it's like the exact same reaction that I was having. Like that was incredible. I didn't even know what they did was even possible. Um, and then going back to the Raw Tag Team Championship match, uh, Sheamus, uh, he got uh, I don't even I think it was Dean. Uh, he no, it was whichever one of them he had pinned. Uh, they kick out and. It's Sheamus. I thought. I thought for a moment that the the video feed had frozen. He's just so shocked. He's looking off in the distance, like I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, the the thing that gave it away that the video hadn't frozen was the massive torrent of sweat dripping off of his face right onto his opponent. Um, I think it was Dean. I think it was Dean. But um, anyway, that that was a really great reaction, also. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that's it. That's SummerSlam. We had all the way up until the last three matches, every championship changed hands. Um, and 
every championship this weekend, like a large, this is, has to be the most championship changes in a weekend, right? Uh, cause last night only Asuka, uh, retained her championship. So we had two changes there and then we had one, two, three, four, five more, seven championship changes this weekend out of 11, uh, that were defended. A couple. We had the UK Championship and the Intercontinental Championship that were not defended, um, so I won't. Inclu- I won't. I don't include those in the uh, percentage of changes. But uh, I don't include any of them in the percentage of changes because I didn't do the calculations. So I don't have the actual percentage. But yeah, seven out of eleven. That's a lot, and that's uh, pretty exciting. I, I I hope that like re-energizes like all the storylines and everything and gets things more exciting. Now we're, now we're going on to No Mercy, uh, the Raw, the next Raw pay-per-view. Um, I, I have the, the Wikipedia page, so I'm going to look it up, what the next SmackDown pay-per-view is. All right, so we have No Mercy, uh, September 24th in Los Angeles. I can possibly maybe go there. I might try to go to that. I might try to go to that. That's um, a Raw pay-per-view and uh, SmackDown pay-per-view Hell in a Cell October 8th. So that's exciting. And uh, then TLC in Minneapolis, October 22nd. Then the week after that, either the week before that or the week after that, um, is Raw and SmackDown in Denver. So I'm definitely going to those. Haven't bought my tickets yet, but I am definitely going to those uh, live shows. So uh, anyway, that's it for SummerSlam. Overall, this whole weekend was uh, was more awesome stuff than not, and I enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, I'm still excited to watch more. So, like, that's that's something on its own. Like, I, I I've been since starting at WrestleMania WrestleMania 32, I've just gotten more and more into it. And I think that that says something about it. And also other promotions and stuff. I I started subscribing to DDT universe. I caught the last couple of matches of, um, Peter Pan on Saturday night. And that was really cool. Um, they were, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it is harder to watch, especially during the promos because it's all in Japanese and I know very, very little Japanese. Um, I'll catch a word every now and then, um, mostly when they say an English word. Um, but that, that was really cool to watch that. Um, and I need to, go and watch more because i've been subscribed to it i've only watched a couple of things so far um and uh yeah just watching all kinds of other other stuff as well uh from new japan and um and everything so yeah Uh, also netflix i need i need to start watching this at some point now that i'm back home from tour um lucha underground so i've heard it's a lot of fun to watch so uh, be on the lookout for, I, I'm going to start from the beginning and that's in season, is it season three now? Or is it season four? Um, but, uh, I may talk about all of those episodes. It's a very different type of show and I'm excited to, to check that out. So anyway, um, that's it for now. Let me know what you thought about SummerSlam and, um, and take over Brooklyn three and everything else this week. By tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more 
at patreon.com slash today I watched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with week 34 of WWE 2017. Bye.